Yes, sir. Yes, I'll take some more sin, please. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yes. I'll take some more. Oh, yes. I would like another helping of sin. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, my sin tab is getting higher. Well, sir, I am a believer and great about Oh, boy, what kind of hot water am I getting myself into today? Hey, welcome to the Sanguine Podcast, a podcast about faith and the fun of faith and the adventure of faith and leaving religion and all that boring ritual and all that other, what we would call it, crap app behind. So welcome to the Sanguine Podcast. Sanguine means optimistic during dark or tumultuous times. And that is what you are. That is what I am. We are a tribe together in our faith. And so, yes, uh, welcome all you uh, regulars and welcome all you newbies and welcome worldwide audience. I am Tom Baldwin. I am the host, and occasionally we have a guest, but most of the time it's just me going solo, talking about this adventure that we are on with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Father. Great adventure. And this podcast was born out of a local group that meets here almost every Friday night in Belgrade, Montana, where we are exactly what the name is. We are optimistic, and we encourage each other, and we have a great time. And now we are worldwide, and you are part of it. So welcome. There are no prerequisites here. You do not have to be a believer in Jesus. Matter of fact, you can believe in about anything as long as you're open-minded. I encourage you to listen because you want to join this adventure. And even now you are a little intrigued, but let's uh, be part of the family. And it is one of those things you can try it. And if you like it, you can come in and be a part. So, hey, those of you, thank you for your support that support me at sanguinefaith.com. There are donate buttons and I appreciate the support. And those of you that contact me via email at 406bigt at gmail.com with prayer requests, comments, or critiques, I so appreciate that. Feel free to contact me at any time. And those of you that rate me on Apple Podcasts, thank you so much. Every episode, if you could rate it, it's super helpful for getting the word out. And lastly, just thank you for what you all do out there. As you are points of light, you are sharing the adventure and you are just being a light and encouragement to those around you. I can't tell you just living your life in front of people and this faith adventure, how meaningful that is because that is genuine and we are only after the genuine here. So those of you that do that day in and day out, thank you. And I talk about some hard subjects here and lately been talking a little bit about sin. And if you listen to the fat line, you're like me. And there was some heaviness around that. Hey, being a believer in Jesus is about a process of being perfected and having more life enter your body. And I don't ever want you to get weighted down and stopped with the heaviness sometimes of those things we have to deal with. We have to face those, but the Holy Spirit is patient with us and gives us a way out. We just need to start moving in the right direction. So back to the intro today, I want to talk about, because I've touched a subject that uh, about righteousness, and it was in the episode Imputed, and it is before God, there's only one thing that makes us righteous, and it's the work that Jesus did. And when we accept the work that Jesus did, we are righteous, and nothing else makes us righteous. No 
acts, no moral code that we hold, no amount of performance makes us righteous. There's only one thing that make it, makes us righteous, and it's Jesus. So if you've accepted that in your life, and if you've just sinned, you just maybe did this horrible sin, maybe like me, you, you binge ate, which I actually didn't. I've been doing better, but that is often the case. You binge ate and you just, you come out of the kitchen and you're feeling guilty. You are righteous, okay? You have sinned, but you are righteous because you're right standing. Now, mind you, and this is something that we've talked about before, and I'll just remind you as we get into this today, sin leads to death and that every sin, there's something that dies. And so as we continue down the road of sin, as like, as I would continue down the road of overeating, or maybe for you, it's sexual addiction, pornography. And let's just say you had an episode of that. You are still righteous. You don't feel righteous because you just engaged in sin, but it's not about your performance, but there is death. And I, there's two things here and they're diametrically opposed, but they actually work together is that Jesus and our right standing with God is dependent on him because we are human and, and we, you know, we died with Christ and we rose with Christ. Paul's very clear with that. So we have conquered the power of sin, but we still feel fall prey to it. But in Romans, it talks about that, you know, we no longer are controlled by the power of sin, but we still sin occasionally as we are being transformed through the renewing of our minds. So we are righteous right after a sin. But we also have death that enters us, whether in our mind, you know, depending on what the sin is. Sin is sin, okay? And we like to separate out sin. God does not. So overeating, and adultery, okay? They have different consequences and different physical manifestations, but in God's eyes, they are still sin and they are still missing the mark. And so missing the mark is missing the mark. They are equally as bad. Now, do some of them, like overeating, I mean, that can lead to death, like heart attack, diabetes, okay? You can start having limbs amputated, which is a very real side effect of obesity. You could get COVID-19 and, you know, comorbidities. 96% of the people that died of COVID-19 had a comorbidity and obesity is one of those. And if you're obese, you probably have that. And more than likely, you probably have diabetes. You probably have heart issues. So you have three. So your chances of death are higher. And so <laughs> it sounds kind of silly. And it's because our in our minds, we have cultured our minds by being part of this culture that we've classified sin in categories. And there is no, no such thing as classifying sin in categories. And the fact that overeating, actually, you think about it, adultery could end up in a new life that is outside of marriage, okay? And that has its own complications, but it's actually bringing life versus overeating has death, okay? I'm not making an argument for either one. I'm just trying to come against this wall and this this weird thing that has built up how we classify sin, and it's not as bad. We can get together at a potluck, and we can talk about the people that are living together, and they're living in sin, and feel righteous as we're stuffing ourselves. That should not be. Both are sin. Both are incredibly detrimental, and I could actually argue from a purely physiological point of view, because having sex releases endorphins and probably make you happier, probably have more benefits than overeating and you're not getting fat. Am I making an argument for living together? Absolutely not. Because the truth of God and even 
scientific research proves that people that are married and are in one committed relationship are way happier than people that are in multiple relationships or in and out or have open-ended relationships. The evidence is absolutely clear. But in this, boy, this Christian culture we live in, we have categorized sin. And I'm just using two categories, you know. There's all kinds of things. Oh, I just told the white lie because I didn't really want to tell them. I didn't want to hang out with them. It's missing the mark of honesty and whole relationships, relationships that can just say, hey, I need some personal time. It's not about you. I don't want to hang out with you today. Or maybe it's just like, hey, you know, I just need some alone time. Okay, it is about living a whole real life and that we're not living in sin. And so back to the beginning where it's like serving up sin, sometimes we get stuck in our habits. And so if you've embraced the idea that you're righteous and sin doesn't affect that and you have a pet sin, say overeating, or you have a pornography addiction, or you have a masturbation addiction, or you have an anger addiction issue and and you like being angry because it helps you get what you want. If you just lose your cool, then everybody around you comes into play or you have a manipulation issue and you can manipulate people and you know that is sin because you're being deceptive and you're playing on their fears, their likes, their desires. And you are one of those dark people like I was for a long time. And you know how to get people to do things you want them to do without really asking them to do it. And it's manipulation. And unfortunately, in the Christian culture, (laughs) dark psychology and those techniques are praised because people get things done and they seem like they have it together but it is far from the healthy whole relationship Jesus wants. So you're thinking I'm righteous. I'm just going to continue in my sin. I'm going to continue in my sin of overeating because, you know, stress is hard to deal with and I don't don't want to face the realities of my life. And so since I'm righteous and I can be fat and be righteous and I can continue to sin and there's a false belief as I continue to let death into my body that God's still going to take care of me. God loves me and I think he's intervened on my behalf a lot, but we live in this world with natural consequences and thank goodness that we are a part of a supernatural family. But as Paul said, you know, since God has grace, do we just keep sinning? And, you know, we're righteous. And so our sin doesn't necessarily affect that righteousness. No, we should not because it is continually taking in death. And so you are doing similar to what the enemy is doing, but you're doing it on his behalf. You are destroying you, the image of God. And so in a sense, you're doing something really terrible when you have, and all these sins that I've talked about, anger, pornography, masturbation, overeating, you know, the list can go on from subtleties to the, you you think it's really bad. Well, truth is they're all the same. They all miss the mark. They're all sin. And so it doesn't matter. And it's so hard to get through this culture because we just classify, you know, a little gossip isn't as bad as an affair. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is have to get over that sin is just sin and that one is not better or worse than the other. Sin is sin and it is death. And every time there's a bite of sin, there's a bite of death, there's a toxin that destroys the image of God. The breath that he put in us as we introduce death and takes that breath that was a gift to us, that brought life to us. And so we take in death 
we take away that breath slowly. So, yeah, Paul talks about, no, we should not sin, and that as we died with Christ, so that's accepting his work, that he died for our sins, and we rose, we rose again with him because he conquered death, and we're now in the family. We're part of him. We talked about that supernatural. We are part of this family, and so we are no longer, we have conquered the power of sin. And so in our lives, there is a way. Well, some of us, including myself, well acquainted with my sin, we become best buddies. And even though there's a path to get myself unchained, you know, we're kind of liking this relationship. You know, we're having this little bondage, you know, this little weird deviant relationship here because with Christ, I'm righteous, so I can still say in my sin, and there's grace for my sin. But Paul says that through the work of Jesus, there's a way out. But I'm just like, we're kind of liking this relationship. You know, I don't have to change. I'm getting this whole status thing is the same. No. It is so important with our righteousness and with our relationship with Jesus to realize all the things that came with this partnership. And there is an incredible tool, and Paul states it right here, that sin no longer has power over us. But as we're connected, we have this emotional bond. We have to break that bond. And as soon as we do, there's a path that will illuminate itself out. It's there all the time, but our eyes have been darkened because we are in a relationship that we're not willing to give up. Okay, I'm not talking about occasional sin. I'm talking about a sin like overeating with me that's evident in my size that I've continued in it for a long time and I'm very comfortable with it. Some of the things are not as evident. If you're the one that's in the bathroom and you're, you know, doing the ping, or, you know, you're on your phone off in a corner looking at stuff you shouldn't be, or you're the one quietly at a coffee shop gossiping about, you know, your friend and you just can't, you're always, you're looking to, to get together with somebody else so you can gossip about something else and, and something else. You cannot see the path out until you break that relationship. And so this podcast and this time may just be for you. And you're just like, right now, let's just say it. I'm breaking my relationship with. Yeah, just do it. Do it right now. It came to your mind as I'm talking. It's in your mind's eye. So let's do the work in your mind's eye. Remember, the mind's eye is this powerful workshop to get things done. And so it's in your mind's eye. You envision this relationship however you want. You're roped together, you're tied together, you're laying in the same bed together, however you want to do it. And you push this thing out of the bed, kathunk, on the floor, or you cut the rope and, you know, you're just like, hey, get away. By the way, sorry for that little burp. I don't know if you heard that, but that's part of who I am. And it's been a day and I'm actually in my work clothes, but for you, I'm here bringing you the gospel like it should be redneck and raw. <laughs> wow, I kind of like that redneck and raw. I probably should do something with that, but <sighs> yeah, the mind's eye. It's a powerful place. It is a workshop. And those of you that did the work right now, it's a continuation. So in your mind's eye, you envision now what does life look as you move away from that? And what are the things in your mind's eye that you can begin to set up that are places of success, you know, for me, like for overeating, it's like, okay, Friday night, there's a gathering. How am I going to avoid overeating? 
Well, in my mind's eye envision, I start out the day with very few calories and I'm mindful of what food potentially be there and what choices I'm going to make. And if the food that's not there, what is my backup plan? Your mind's eye is this incredible strategy place and it's this incredible tool for getting things done. And so breaking the power of sin is realizing that you went down to death with Christ and that his resurrection power resurrected you. And so you no longer have that sin that's like uncontrollable. You know, I would talk about, you know, before I even became a believer, and I did have an addiction to pornography. And when I was a kid, I felt like it just had a pull and I had no control. And when I met Jesus and I discovered the power that was there, there was still the temptation, but I had the power to resist. I also had the ability to give in, which I did, okay? The reality is sometimes we do, but the other reality is, is that we can resist and there is a way out. So as we are in right standing, there's no reason to take that first, second, third, fourth, fifth, or thousandth helping of sin because grace will abound and your standing with God will still be there. But the point is you are taking in death and it is having a toll in your body. So, Holy Spirit, as we wrap up here, it's time for death to end. And so right now, and every person out there, will you just highlight with the way you do with your Holy Spirit highlighter, what right now, the one thing they need to deal with, give them that workshop as you enable it, because that is your workshop in the mind's eye to begin to deal with this in their mind's eye. And my friends, I just bless you. Thank you for listening. Hey, Please share me with a friend, help get the word out. Rate me on Apple Podcasts is super helpful. And most of all, thank you. I so appreciate your support and your words of encouragement as the Porter Baldwin takes us out for today. And uh, have just a blessed, wonderful week. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.